Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Because you don't want to decide to quit based on how you feel at that moment when it gets hard. Not when you're frustrated or confused or even in despair. Not when you're on your third draft and it's just not coming together. That's not a reason to quit. In fact, it's the worst time to quit. Writer Unleashed is for you. A writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. You know when you first start writing your story, And it feels great. And you've got all this momentum and you're excited about it. You're feeling great about yourself and hopeful about your work. And then the novelty wears off. It's no longer fun. It's frustrating. And you start to loathe everything you've written. You think, will anyone even care to read this? And then you're comparing yourself to your favorite authors, and you're thinking you'll never be capable enough to write the book, let alone publish it. So is this a sign that writing just isn't your thing, even though you love it? Do you throw in the towel and give up? Is it time to quit writing or do you keep going? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about what you can do when you hit what Seth Godin calls the dip. The dip is when most writers quit. Now, sometimes quitting is the right decision, but often the dip is not a reason to quit. So I'm going to give you questions to ask yourself so you can make the decision to either go the distance with your writing or quit. Now, I'm thinking most of you do not want to quit writing, and you absolutely shouldn't quit. But you're hitting a wall, and it feels impossible to move your story forward, let alone finish it, in a way you're satisfied. So before we dive in, what is a dip? What do we mean by that? Well, Seth Godin wrote a whole book on this topic. It's a short book, and it's mainly geared towards businesses, but it's relevant to anyone experiencing challenges. I'll link to the book in the show notes. But a dip is any time you encounter challenges in your writing. Now, it may be 
that you sent a proposal for your book and you got rejected. That's a dip. Or you're completely overwhelmed with your story material and you don't know how to move it forward. That's a dip. Or you're struggling to write characters who feel real on the page. You're struggling with structure or how to orchestrate time in your memoir. Those are all dips. Or several publishers reject your book. That's a dip. So the dip is where most writers quit. So when you hit a wall and you can't see your way forward, I'm going to give you four questions to ask yourself to decide if you want to navigate the dip and go the distance or quit. Because you don't want to decide to quit based on how you feel at that moment when it gets hard. Not when you're frustrated or confused or even in despair. Not when you're on your third draft and it's just not coming together. That's not a reason to quit. In fact, it's the worst time to quit. Because that's all calling on you to get better at your craft. It's not easy. It's not supposed to be. So see the dips as opportunities to fine-tune your writing to get better, to ultimately write an exceptional book. Because if you're not willing to be exceptional, don't even start or quit now. But you want to make quitting a conscious decision when you're rational. Quitting should feel freeing and calm. It should never feel like a defeat. You should never feel like you've let yourself down. So you want to decide to quit before the dip even starts, not on how you feel at that moment. So you want to determine your limits. So here are some questions to camp out on. Question number one, what are you not willing to do to write an exceptional book? What are your non-negotiables? For example, I'm not willing to write evenings. That's my time to recharge, spend time with my kid, get organized for the following day, and just power down. I value a good night's sleep. Writing can be stimulating, and I struggle with insomnia, so I'm not going to even turn on my computer after 5 p.m. I'm also not willing to spend every weekend writing. Only on the weekends while my kid is with his father. On the weekends he's with me, I try to do something special, like go to a festival or a concert or arrange so he can have friends over. It's more important for me to create memories with my kid now. I'm not willing to sacrifice that. So what are your non-negotiables? What are you not willing to do? Question two. How much time are you willing to spend? What hours are you willing to set aside? Be clear about this. So I'm willing to get up between 4.30 and 5.30 a.m. weekday mornings to write. Now, this wasn't natural for me in the beginning. I had been conditioned for years as a dancer to stay up late and wake up around 10 or 10.30 a.m. But when I had a small child to take care of, who didn't take naps during the day and was, and still is, a night owl, I trained myself to get up earlier. So these days I conk out by 8.30 or 9 p.m. But that's what I'm willing to do. So on a good day, I'll get two hours of writing before breakfast 
on a not so good day, I might only get 30 minutes, but I show up every morning. So some days it goes better than others, but I hit dips on a regular basis. Now, you may not be willing to get up earlier than you already do. Maybe you're willing to write in the evenings. That may be a better time for you. Maybe you're not willing to do any of that. You have a full-time career. You have a family. Maybe you'd rather spend your mornings getting a workout in. Now, if writing's not that important to you, that's perfectly okay. You just want to be honest with yourself. Again, you want to get clear on what you're not willing to do and what you are willing to do. But if writing's important to you, I don't want you half-assing it. So you want to get through more dips. Anything worth doing will have those dips. It just means it's a big enough challenge that's going to force you to grow as a writer and really ultimately force you to grow as a person. Now, the dip is a good thing. It's not a reason to quit. For example, J.K. Rowling got rejected 12 times. Those were 12 separate dips, but she was trying to influence a market of publishers, not just one, and her perseverance paid off. So after being rejected by several publishers, you will be forced to improve your manuscript or your proposal, and you'll eventually publish. So the dips are your opportunity to improve so that you can become exceptional, so that you can become the best writer you can possibly be. So when is it the right time to quit? Well, you want to be strategic about this. You want to get out early before you spend years and years writing that novel. You don't want to quit when it gets hard. You don't want to quit in a panic. You have to really think if writing is worth it to you or not. So decide when you'll quit before the dip starts. You don't want to quit while you're in the dip. So let's take marathon runners as an example. When runners are training for a marathon, they feel great maybe for the first 15 to 20 miles, and then they start losing steam. They feel like they've hit a wall. Now, endurance athletes experience the same thing, but they've trained so that they can break through the wall more smoothly and go the distance. An experienced marathon runner doesn't decide to quit 15 miles in mid-race because their legs are cramping or they're feeling fatigued. They decide to quit before the race because they know they're not willing to do what it takes They've thought it through. Now, Seth Godin challenges this notion that winners never quit. He reminds us that winners do quit all the time, but they quit what's no longer serving them. They redirect. So if writing is a thing you want to win at, you may want to quit some things that are impeding you from being exceptional at it. So question number three, what can you quit to make space for your writing to thrive? Can you quit spending oodles of time on Instagram? Can you quit scrolling your phone first thing in the morning? I had to quit that because I was spending the first half hour of my day mindlessly scrolling through Facebook and Instagram. I was wasting precious time. So what can you say no to? 
Can you quit taking calls or texts from your boss or responding to emails on your time off? Can you quit checking your work emails on your days off? Years ago, I had a boss who would routinely email me on my days off or after work hours, and I had to ask her to stop. So what's draining your time and your energy? Quit that so that you have more white space for your writing. Okay, on to question four. How much frustration, confusion, and challenge are you willing to face? Are you willing to invest the time and energy it takes to become good at writing? Are you willing to do what it takes? Writing is hard. It's not for the faint of heart. So are you going to be among the 1% who not only finishes your book, but writes a great book? Because all the frustration, the confusion, and the challenges, those are all dips. If you're not willing to be the best at what you do, put your time and energy into something you're willing to spend your lifetime on because writing is a lifetime practice. There's no limit to your capacity to become great. Your potential is limitless. So if you're not willing to go through the dips or you can't make it through the dips, which are inevitable, then don't start or quit now because the dip is calling on you to face the challenge and improve your craft. Just know that these dips are essential. They're just part of the process, but more important, they're opportunities for you to get better and better at something that matters to you. Writing is a lifetime practice. The dips are an opportunity to learn more about your craft and about your story and ultimately about yourself. Okay, so let's quickly review. A dip is any time you encounter challenges or a roadblock or an impasse in the story you're writing. It feels insurmountable, but it's an opportunity. It's not proof that you're a failure or that you should quit. In fact, you don't want to quit while you're in the dip. So here are four questions to consider. Number one. What are you not willing to do to write an exceptional story? Question two, how much time are you willing to spend? What hours are you willing to set aside? Be specific here. For example, not just mornings, but what times in the morning? Not just weekends, but what specific times on your weekends? Question three, what can you quit to make space for your writing? write it down. And question four, how much frustration, confusion, and challenge are you willing to face? Because inevitably, you're going to hit the dip. You'll hit several dips. The dip is essential. You can't avoid it. And here are my final thoughts about quitting. The first time I committed to writing a novel, I was in my early 20s. I didn't know what I didn't know. I hadn't even attended a writing workshop yet. And when I found myself lost and in total despair, I didn't know it was a dip. But really, how could I expect to know all the techniques that go into writing a novel? So I quit thinking I just didn't have what it takes. 
I quit with my tail between my knees. I really let myself down. But it was too painful to write this big project that I had no idea how to do. Now, sometimes when we quit, it's because we don't know what to do next. But the urge keeps coming back. So if you're called to write, you're going to keep coming back to it. Now, when you hit those impasses, those dips, just think of them as opportunities to learn what you need to learn so that your story becomes the story you aspire to write. Another thing I want to leave you with is there's a difference between quitting and taking a sabbatical. Sometimes we just need to focus our energies on something else. It might be for several months. It might be for a few years. But I don't want you quitting because you think that because you're hitting impasses in your work, that it means you're not cut out to be a writer. That's the farthest thing from the truth. So look at those impasses, those challenges, the dips as opportunities to bring your book to its highest version of itself. It's just part of the process. So there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. If this episode resonated with you, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are key to keeping Writer Unleashed on the top of the charts where other writers can find us. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, join us on our private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. It's totally free to join. And if you want more free resources, plus writing tips, I only share an email. Sign up over at nancypinuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.